recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days, underproduced and over the top. I'm your host, Arch Madness. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. I appreciate your patience uh, without wasting, well, without wasting a bunch of time on why we've had the drought on episodes. Uh, Let me try and explain what has happened since the uh, Chips Enough show. Kevin Young from the Gypsy Kings was my next guest. We got loaded on Jim Beam and Metallica's Blackened Whiskey. And yeah, I, I, I know I pride myself on being underproduced, but that was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, there was no help in that one, man. But I do think we can have some fun with that audio down the road, but not right now. Uh, the, then the next week, I tested positive for COVID. <laughs> All right, so then had to kind of sit for a little while. Then Winter Storm Landon. All right. I wasn't able. I actually recorded a show here, but I couldn't get it. It was out of date by the time. I forgot we, we were naming the the winter storms. Too. Yeah, I didn't, I, that. I, I didn't know that until like the night the night. It of. was a serious one. It was it was good. The, the ice is it was a it's still it's a Thursday night, night, dude. <laughs> the ice it won't go away. Yeah, we got out here and lingers. I, I'm going to turn this into a weather episode, but we had from what they said two and a half. Inches of ice. Yeah. We hardly got any snow in the area that really? I live in. It okay. was ice. Okay. Like all in night. That pocket. All right. It was Damn. ice. It maybe snowed. The wife says, well, it snowed for about 30 minutes. But, bro, that was it. Yeah. Damn. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so, hey, but anyway, back, ready to go. This week's guest, his band, has been super active the last few weeks. They're coming out of the 2022 gate like a house of fire. Uh, we'll get skinny on all of that. Right now, lead guitarist South Veden, Justin Young. What's up, my man? Oh, hanging out, man. I I just I started talking before the introduction. That was, we do that. that and was I like very doing rude that. for me. No, 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 no. I've done that before because I mean I'm looking at you and I'm, yeah, I'm we're like, talking I was about like, all right, here we go. Am I supposed to <laughs> talk? Is he going to bring me out? <laughs> but I I do that sometimes, and I just think it's it is what it is. We'll get to who the guest is, but I still want to. Still kind of want to shoot it with you. Hey, a we're riffing bit. it tonight. Like we're, we're jazz musicians. Yes, sir. How you doing, Justin? What I'm a- doing good, man. I'm here. Um, thank you for having me again. It's always fun to get out in the hawk's nest uh, for a hang, for a podcast, whatever. Right it might on. Be, so we got the jackets in we the, got the, uh, jackets, the background. Uh, down two to one right now. Going into the third, but we're we're hopeful. We're hopeful. We're hopeful. And I think this uh, the way the show will go is really. You know, the effort we get in this third period. Right, <laughs> it might be, hey, it you know, might, a good outcome, or we might have come out and fall flat on our face. We'll see. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. That's the way it's been for 21 years, yeah. but I'm in, man. I'm sold. Hey, when you and Ehab came on my, uh, my radio show about, uh, it was towards the end of the year, you guys said that South of Eden was going to release the most music that you have combined before that i mean throwing in black coffee stuff i mean this is all this is what we're getting yeah and you're, co- you're you're coming you're coming out hot right now so let's 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 slow everything down let's start with let's start with drop dead legs mm-hmm. okay so that came out that was released the van halen cover that was released on ed's birthday yes. right so yes, we're, we're going to go back and just Think about this whole thing, and I, I really that want to kind of... That was the first of, thing that we did release-wise of this year. I kind of want to I want to break that down mm-hmm. and, and that whole, the recording of that, because you're such a huge Van Halen fan, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I want to kind of pick your brain, and I also want to throw something out. I want to talk about the solo in particular yeah. with you, because yeah. I'm fascinated by that. 
Um, I don't know if you want me saying this, but that was cool when you were recording it. You had a couple different versions on that. Correct. Yeah. And you, I, I got to hear the versions. You, you were did. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, that. which yeah. one do you think? And and here's the thing. The reason I'm even bringing up the solo, and we'll get to the, the song itself, but you didn't do the solo from... It wasn't exact. It was yeah. You I, and the beauty of this, and why I was impressed by this, because I saw a couple people say, "Well, the solo didn't wasn't it, everything was spot on. Mm-hmm. Everything was spot on." Mm-hmm. But I loved. We're missing Bob right now too. Right? Yeah, we did got, we that got the flight pattern, Bob. Missing. But I loved how you did almost an interpretation of. It, it almost felt like you were kind of giving him a nod as a student. Like this is, it was, it was supposed, it was cool, Justin, the yeah, way you did thank it. Thank you. I mean, it was you, I mean, you explain to people now because I saw it on Facebook. I saw people yeah, yeah, no, commenting. And I, I saw some of it too. And most, I thought that the comments that I saw, most people understood what I was going mm-hmm, for, thankfully, mm-hmm. which is, they did. That they did. is, so that is a solo and we'll talk about the song in a second, but that solo in particular was one of like so many of his, that there's like there's just a magic in the recording of it that he himself probably couldn't duplicate <laughs> it perfectly like that right? one moment and he would say that you know what i mean like so um i think that the thing of it was is that that was such like a and you can hear it especially in that song in that recording when you go back and listen yeah, to man. yeah Obviously, their version of Drop Dead Who Legs and how, when it came that? out at 1984. You can never do that much cocaine and whiskey <laughs> in today's day and age and start recording it at 4 a.m. So, <laughs> so, so but, but you approached it. I, as, I So, yeah, I, I, I uh, went into it with like, okay, well, you know, I could sit here and do this note for note or I could, you know, try and do it more, look at it more of like, okay, in the essence of, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I wanted to get just inspired by the moment because the solo, you can tell there's a rhythm track just like there is in the original recording. And then right. the solo's overdubbed. So when I overdubbed the solo, you know, it was just me sitting in a room with my guitar at Sonic lounge with Joe Veers and, we just got, you know, this killer guitar tone and I got to, you know, go through it and just really put myself in that headspace of just loving Van Halen and the music that he wrote. So it's, it it became, so there are little licks in that solo where he plays those licks in the solo, but there's also a bunch of my interpretation and soloing like in and around that. Love it. It, I love it. It, and you brought up where it was recorded and, and Joe Veers. That's, that's another section of the comments that I was reading. And, oh, yeah. and that's what impressed me the most was just, you know, I, I say this a lot on the show, but like sonically, it just, man, it, that was that was thick. I mean, yeah. and the, the brown sound was captured. Oh, and I just yeah, think yeah. the production was just well, amazing and, and, on that. And, and credit to Joe. Oh, yeah. And oh, everything absolutely. that he does. Because I... Man, to hear that was like, damn. And yeah, it was really, really well that, done. That it was, was really, really well done. Really well done, and um, thank you. And, and he, you know, that was actually, funny, funny enough, like the quickest guitar tone that I've ever gotten in a studio setting because, like, he knew exactly what I was going for. I knew right. exactly what it was. And we just got guitar tones literally in, like, 20 minutes. So It does not it was, shock It was me. awesome. So, and, and so the song... Uh, um, to even go into that for a second, like the reason why we picked Drop Dead Legs was because we want we didn't want to do something stand we didn't want to play Jump or Panama or Hot for Teacher or whatever. As fun as it would be, we wanted to do a B side 
but kind of find one that like people still knew and draw it just it, when when we thought about it and said it out loud it was like everybody at the same time was kind of like oh wow yeah, yeah. drop dead legs because it's a <laughs> right? it's a b-side but it was a single and it was the last single off in 1984 when it was out in the day it's you guys still play it you'll, you'll still hear it yeah. on the radio and stuff. so people it's that perfect in between it's no, a it's b-side great but it's choice. a hit you know so and it's just got a fucking groove it does have a group, <laughs> you know, but you, you know, when you're doing something like that and you're picking an artist like that and you and the guys have such a love for that band, I mean, you really, I mean, I'm just, the harmonies on it sounded just oh, great. Yeah, and that, and that, that was, was um, seriously, when you think about Van Halen, I mean, one of the key components is that background harmony and it just, it's, well, you guys they, did so good on that as well. Thanks man. And that's, I give all the credit to E-Hop Without a doubt. he's even, he's done, he's doing all the harmonies. I think Without a Nick doubt. and I did some for the recordings of that. I want to say that we did. And again, it's all credit to E because he's teaching. I mean, he's the one that's relaying all the information and teaching us what he's learned and showing us the way. Sounds vocally cr- oh, it and sounded stuff. So, so good. Sounded so good. Thank you, man. And, um, yeah, and and then the other thing that I wanted to, the, the what made, you know, doing my own thing with the solo acceptable at least to me in my eyes, and the way I justified it was like, okay, I'm pl- we're really kind of playing the song, and I'm nailing the guitar parts that he wrote note for note throughout the song, and that the kind of guitar breakdown, yeah. um, harmonic thing, you know, those all those things were really important to me to nail. Um, and it was just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with the way that we were actually beyond happy with the way it was received. And, and all four of you have a moment. All four of you, it was just the way you did it was 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 like, yes, that does not shock me that that came from the South of Eden camp. Yeah, thanks, I mean, man. That, no, well, man, that I was mean, money. Well, and that's money. the thing is that money. I just want to make sure, you know, that I, that it, it, it I hope that it, it comes off like it came from the heart because it really did. Hey, listen, you know? if, I, if I'd had a drummer sitting over here and yeah. he just did, you know, Temples of Syrinx, <laughs> we're going to bring it up and I'm going to ask him why he played the way he yeah. played. I mean, yeah. it's just when that's, you know, everybody's going to get that question yeah. oh, from sure. the band well, as far that's, as, because that's who you think of. And, absolutely. and I'm a Dave guy and yeah. Alex is legend and Michael's vocals are, are legend. Oh yeah. But, but I'm they're just, a legendary but band. We, but yes. Yeah. There's you know, one, <laughs> there's one element that's always, yeah, the, the pressure was on you, Justin. There I went. I said it. I mean, well, it was. I, it was. The it, pressure was on you, man. Anytime you're it's doing, like, I mean, you just said Temples of Syrinx. I mean, when you're you're co- if you're going to cover a Rush song, you know, all eyes are going to be on the drummer, and right? Then, with, and oh, then the that, rest that, are going to probably yeah. be on the bass player. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. and then like you're doing. Um, I mean, it goes with so many of those those virtuoso musicians where it's just like. Um, you can't take your eyes off of them. You, you know what I mean? And you just don't, you, they well, just draw, you know, all of the attention and energy for, you know, kudos, rightful reasons. Kudos to all four of you. It Thank was just you. very well done. So let's, let's move on to Lone Riders. And I want to split this up into the song itself. And then the video that was just yeah, released because yeah, yeah. those are two different animals. And you, you did a great job of it too. I guess we can combine it a little bit because the teaser that came out for mm-hmm. the video, I think really, captured the spirit of that song the way it opens up hell yeah you know awesome uh, yeah just with e-hop and just that whole that scream it's like oh yeah yeah so yeah buckle up kids yeah yeah, get ready for yeah (laughs) get ready for that uh the song so is just is this something that's going to appear on an album later is this an ep we don't we don't need to go into specific dates or anything like that i don't want to corner you like that but i just i want to know 
Yeah. Like the prog- the progression here of these songs yeah. and, and where we're going to find them. So they'll work basically. We don't really, like you said earlier, we have more music recorded right now than we ever have in our careers, and we're going to be releasing more music this year um, than we ever have. So uh, the uh, the great part about that is is that you know these songs are ready to go, and we're going to just kind of like release them and see. We're just going to start throwing songs out there and kind of see what <laughs> right? happens. You know what I mean? Right? So like, what is it going to be? You know, is it going to be three EPs? Is it going to be an album and an LP? Is it going to be... I, I don't really know what that's going to look like. I just know that for the f- very immediate future, um, I speak directly about, you know, like the next few months leading into spring here, like we're going to be releasing um, multiple singles here in the same vein that we've done um, with Lone Riders. I, mean, I think that's... That's kind of the way it is right now. Right. And I mean, that, that's I mean, the way it is right now. I mean, and you know, yeah, you got a Gen Xer over here who's like, when's the album coming out? Oh, yeah. Give well, me, I want LP And that's form. something that I think ultimately at the end of the day, there will be at whatever, because we have so many songs, whatever the end game is, you're gonna, there's going to be a right. print of it. And but, there's going to be, and we're still, we, you know, we're going to do vinyl and all that stuff. It's just in the grand scheme the of things, the yeah. grand scheme of things, the way people do it now, man, it's, you're throwing these singings yep. out. Yep. You're it's throwing just, these singles out. And really when you think about it too, the interesting things, uh, cause I was taught, I've got a lot of friends in the art and music community and somebody, we were just talking about this not too long ago. And they said that, you know, I kind of prefer because I'm like you. I'm old school. I want to. I want to listen to the put the record on and listen to it vinyl yeah. and flip. You know what I'm saying? And listen through to it straight through. But what the person I talked to said, you know, brought up was, well, I like actually getting a single at a time because then, like, when I listen to the album later, I have a better appreciation for the entire thing because I'm getting one song at a time. No, I get so it. I'm, so oh, I'm like totally feeding off that. It. So I, was, I, totally I thought about that and I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Whereas it's like you hit me with an album or here's one single and then the full album and it's 12 songs. Then it's like, okay, I just, it's almost like you get, you get lost in it a little bit because you're just trying to get pushed through it and listen to, oh my God, here's all this, you know, content. I got to get through it, get through it, get through it. And with how fast, like moving and how, how short our attention spans have become with social media and all this stuff, you know what I mean? So now we have adapted to this point of where, you know, instead of trying to capture your, um, attention for 40 minutes straight through here. Can we, can we grab you for three and a half? Can we grab you for four and a half? You know what I mean? But when bands go in and, and, uh, and try to make an album, so they go in and they're like, well, we got to do this many songs, this many songs. Here's the thing. You guys have all this music right now. All right. Let's say tomorrow Ehab comes to you with an idea. You guys explain. You're like, this might be the greatest song we've ever written. Well, guess what you can release here soon. You know what I mean? You don't have to, so you're not bound by pushing out an album. No, that's, that's, that's how I'm approaching it now. Like this is how this was my growth as a rock fan where it's like, no, I kind of dig this. I kind of like just getting peppered with these singles because I know that they can get it to me quicker. Yeah. So there is, that's, there's, there's that. That's exactly what you're saying. And I mean, and then like what song that, um, we've been working on that, um, you know, riffs and, structure wise that I brought to the band that I, t- I worked on with Tommy and then um, brought it to Ehab and Nick and um, it like literally just within the last couple of weeks and like it's gonna 
you know, that's like, okay, a song where it's like, okay, we need to record this song now Immediately. because like, yes. we need to get it on the, you know, the third EP or the There's a LP freedom to after it, the man. album, whatever There's a freedom it is. to this. There, it, it, there it, is a freedom to this. This it, might and be the best way to be an artist oh, right absolutely. now as far as on the music side, I on mean, the rock side. Really, right now, the only guarantee is, is, is self-releasing and self-marketing however yeah. you want to do it. Do you want to do it, you know, with... 30 second videos on TikTok or do you want to do it with, you know, I mean, right. What you can do I 10 get you. minute videos on TikTok or whatever. Now, um, did they open that up? Can uh, you do that? You can do, I'm still debating. I, I'm I can't still remember. Debating. I can't remember what dude, I, 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 I haven't, I uh, I'm, 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 I'm bad I'm with that because I'm at it. I do. I didn't, I don't have it. I don't even I, have I don't. it downloaded. I, but I, I'm just because I'm, I'm like I can't have more and more and more distractions. You know what I mean? Like right. I need I gotta I got too much work to do. You know what I mean? And not enough time on my hands. Isn't, isn't that the, the the deal with everybody? No kidding, man. But that's that's the honest to God's truth. And look, this is gonna be a great transition into uh, the video because this is the way that people are taking in these songs now. Mm -hmm. And which once again drink if there's a i think there's a garage days drinking game at home and every time i say gen x or, take a drink. yeah okay yes okay, or okay, david okay. lee roth you've got to you got to drink so yeah everybody take a drink now so uh but no i think this the videos now i watch justin and, and when i'm going to do my uh, my weekly top 10 but these are videos we watch on youtube and and stuff this sure. it's kind of this is the way mtv went what? i mean yeah, i just yeah, yeah. Sure. i need both I yeah. need both, and yeah. that I know that's to the old, to the old school, the boomers. No, are like, Come on, dude! Absolutely. You don't need a video. Just put the record on no, and lose well, yourself. No, no, no. I mean, that's but the there's, thing. There's something to that. You that have I'm, a visual and a story with it, and then you I can love get it. I love fun it. with the story too, and add a little bit to it. It doesn't just have to be yeah. the song straight yeah. through; just a performance. You can actually get. We'd never really done anything um, with a music video story wise like that before, so it was really cool. Um, to kind of check that off the list and do it, do it the way that we wanted to do it, and we took our so time good. with it. it was, now we're talking about the Lone Riders video, and this just recently came out, just yesterday, as of recording this. Yeah, yeah. this will drop on Friday, which so I'm it won't really even be a week old. It won't even be a week. Old. Okay, it's well, I'm so happy good. that you. I'm Funny. happy because um, it well, we actually had planned on releasing it tomorrow, but we decided to release it two days early just because because we didn't want to wait any longer. So. Um, I'm glad that we did release this so we can actually talk about it on here. Great video. Uh, I, I want to kind of go back a little bit to what I touched upon, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but that teaser that you threw mm -hmm. out, that little tease of the video and the and the light switch coming on, and then Ehob just absolutely wailing. It's yeah. just, it is so well done. We'll talk about John Payne. I yeah. want to give him all the credit. Absolutely. Because as far as what he's able to do, I mean, that was, dude, it was almost, it was, I don't know. I felt good, man. It was just a great pairing. It just well, thanks. The man. way it all yeah, worked yeah. out. I mean, I mean, he he captured he, it. Man. He captured it. He's got a great eye. Um, he and Ehob spent a lot of time together coming up with the concept and the idea for the story, the shots, and all this stuff. So, as an artist, did you get excited? Did you get just as excited about making the video as you did the song? Because that's that's something that guys my age would like I to know to, too. I hate to throw it like. I hate to like poo-poo it, but like I 
and it's kind of a band consensus. I really don't like shooting music videos. <laughs> I really don't. They're just they're they're long. They're really long days, right. and it's not and it's not just like okay, here let's shoot for one day, and it's it's like no. There's multiple shoots. Then sometimes yeah. there's oh we forgot this shot or this whole bit needs re. Well, this was a like, different animal is, too. This this tr- the right. video for, exactly. for for Lone Riders. This is a whole different animal for you guys. Exactly. This, We're trying this to was a production. Yeah. I mean, it was really cool. Yeah. Thank but, you. Yeah. No, that's I get it. I get it. I so, get it. That's just kind of you know kind of somebody the, in that band's got to love it. Ehop's got to love this, ah, right? He's got to right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to have that side of him where he's like, man, that's just like a different side of the brush. Oh yeah. That you can do. Oh, absolutely. As an artist, absolutely. But, but yeah, I, I, I always heard that back in the day. At the height of MTV back in the '80s, there were dudes who were like, "Give me a break, get oh, me yeah. off of this set. Yeah. I'm good. I don't, yeah. I don't. This is not what I signed up for. I'm mm-hmm. not a video star." But then there were some who were like, "You know what? They kind of embraced Tom it." Petty. And, 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 Tom and, Petty. Tom Petty's one of the one of the first ones that like of his generation where he could have poo pooed it. Did the "Don't Come Around Here No More" music video, and it was one of the most famous. MTV music videos of oh, all yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And then there know? was the Alice in Wonderland, yep. too, where they... Mm-hmm. Is that the one where they ate... They, they've served them up that, as cake? That's, that's, the, that's, that's the one that... I, I'm, I think that's the same video. That's the same yeah, one, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 See? Oh, Good stuff. Oh, dude. Good the stuff. visuals of that. I mean, anyway, that's... that. I'm enjoying it. Uh, and my friends, the guys I run with, we enjoy that now, like the videos. I, I just... I do. It takes oh, me back because that's yeah, yeah. we're like, oh my god, that's comfort food. Yeah. For well, you Gen know, and, and, it's, and it's drink cool. at well, home. I mean, hey man, and it's cool to do. Right? Just it's cool to do a visual and, and have fun with it and do a story when you have you know the talented right. people you know and all the talented minds that we have like working together. It's possible. You cool. know, Pain Productions. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. All the love to Johnny. Just, oh, he's love just, you, John. I do too, man. He's just a, he's a solid dude. Yes. And I, I'm happy for him because I know yeah. that's. Oh, that, yeah, if yeah. that's the final product, he's just he's got to oh, be over on, the moon. He's, he's, he's got to be over the moon because that came man, out yeah. came out really really well. Let's from that angle. Let's go. I'm just trying to catch up. I'm trying to get as much as I can here, uh, as far as just South of Eden because it's you guys are really you're coming well, in we're hot. Pump, Justin. We're pumping them out. You're coming like, in hot and like right you now. Said, and 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 you know there's yeah there's just a lot to be excited about and I think we've touched on it here and there. I don't know how you know part so the reason why the song is called lone riders and we decided to release it as the first song is because well we're the band you know we're lone riders now we're not on a label anymore see what you did there so it's one of those things where i mean that's what the song's about it's a song it's it's about we're tired of it or just in general being tired of being overlooked and underappreciated and we're fucking, you know, we're fucking gunning for you still. Like, well, what are you going to do when, like, shit just doesn't go go your way? Well, Lone Rider's getting high. That's all we know how to do. It's like, right? well, today sucked. All right, what do you want to do? Well, let's get high. That's all we can, that's all we, I mean, that's all we can really do, man, oh. is stay frosty. So, I mean, oh, I like, love it. I just love the energy from the band. Yeah. The, the video yeah, yeah, catches yeah. that, too. The Thank video you, catches man. the Thank energy. You. I mean, and, and the, cool, the best part about all of this is, is being able to have complete control of your craft and your music and to be able to have when I mean and when I mean complete control you know so a lot I'll give you like inside inside like a lot of people don't know how deep this is but a lot of times what happens in the music industry and especially with young artists is 
they get taken advantage of um, with record contracts. And we went through a really long, extensive, longer than usual process with our lawyers and and all of the the minutia that we had to, to go through. You know, that comes with being a new up and coming rock band and getting signed. You know, this was all getting thrown yeah. at us. Um, so you know, we crossed a lot of T's and dotted a lot of I's and and saved ourselves a lot of heartache for a situation that could have been a hell of a lot worse because at the end of the day, you know, we wrote a hundred percent of our songs ourselves. They were produced by us and Greg Wells. And at the end of the day, the unfortunate part is, is that to make an album at sunset sound studios with Greg Wells costs a ridiculous amount of money, especially for a couple of 20-somethings, you know, in the Midwest, Ohio, that, right. you know, we're trying to, you know, just make music, you know what I mean? So um, we were able to do that via the label, and that was an amazing experience. I'll always be grateful for that. However, um, unfortunately, they got cold feet in the middle of COVID, and, um, you know, I mean, that's how it works, man, in the industry. So, I mean, that's so the good news is is that because we own 100% of the songs, they are ours. They are our songs that we wrote. Um, we will be able to release, you know, play them live always. We release live versions of them. And in less than, I guess it would be around like four years from now, we can go and re-record the songs. And that's the quickest, easiest I am six so songs. Glad you know. you're, I'm so glad you're saying this because the fans wanted to know. Well, the fans, the, fans the wanted thing to of know. it is, is and, that I, and I've wanted to, to, I'm glad to, you tell, to tell this to them for a while because, you know, we were in LA for so long talking album, 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 and then we released four songs and received really well. We were so happy to get, you know, all the, um, the such a warm reception with those four songs. Um, but there are six more songs. We had a 10 song album that we, we decided on. We had like 15 songs recorded. Um, and you know, when it, it COVID put a plan, I mean, it put a wrench in everything and, as it did and, yeah. for everybody in the world. So, right. um, you know, Lone Riders, Lone Riders, Lone man, Riders, man. Here's, here's where we are, man. And again, it's, this is all, this is, this is a great thing again, because, um, you don't have to make it. You don't have. You don't have to have a fucking record label in today's music industry for for what? Right. When people are getting famous and and which and that's not the goal here. But I'm saying people are getting famous and making money from making albums out of their fucking living room. I Billie know, Eilish, dude. hello. I know, I know, man. I mean, I know. so like. <laughs> What's if the it's fucking good, it's point? Good. Yeah, it's good, if it's, it's good. good if it's then, good, it's good. Amen. If it's good, it's good. It, look, so, it, it, that's you I like remember. hot dogs, don't don't you? You don't like fucking watching how they're made, but you know what? When you go to a ball game, you want a fucking dog, dude. <laughs> you know what my old man would have said about travel ball? They'll find you. They'll find. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Stay, that's it. You we're know? not driving everywhere. There you go. That's they'll what it they'll is. find you. That's what it is. So. <laughs> Absolutely, what it is. So yeah. it is the equivalent of travel ball, man. <laughs> it, it, anyway, it is. I. Well, look, I we're gonna move on. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I just that's cool, man. And I well, yeah, and, and I know the thing fans that, will will like to hear that. The listeners who listen to this show are fans of of, of South of Eden. Yeah. So and and, and that's what's that's what's cool. so cool, cool about man. this process is being able to, like I said, just 
we're in control and that's why we're recording so many songs so fast is is now we're now we're like okay we we're making up for lost time now. let's get caught up then so where are you guys recording let's talk about this this young producer that i've heard a lot about and honestly from what i'm hearing it's um it, it's there, there's you're not skipping a beat no here. it's a so great it's a great so pairing talk so about that. his name is um jacob mooney of um, mooney recordings and he he's man he's he's I don't know what else. He's the shit. I right, mean, he's right. That's what I'm hearing. He's got his own home studio in his basement, and it sounds like you know, oh, how good could that? But man, he's got it down to a T. He's got you know all the right. I, I'm I'm not a fucking studio guy, so I don't claim right to know the acoustics. Right on. See, Mike talk, Mike. Got is what good I wood say. and got a lot yeah. of good. You know, I mean, it's great acoustics, and um, he's obviously a very very talented um, engineer. Um, and producer like he he's been helping us you know immensely and and being able to uh, and he you know you know being able to um, be friends and work with somebody th- th- on that level that's your age because we're this you know he he's you needed this now I'm you needed this now age. yeah we this needed is what this you now. need exactly this is what you I think that's right a now. very good point and we needed the ability to record from home and the ability to get this done. Hey, like you, like we said earlier in the show, Hey, here's a song that Jay and Tom have been working on for a while now. We really need to learn it. Oh, wow. This is really cool. Like we got to go record this yes. like now yeah. and being like, okay, that's, that's a possibility. Like we can, and in fact, that's plausible. We could do that. Upcoming shows. What's, what's uh, upcoming now, shows. Cause I've, I've seen, I'm just going to throw some, I've, I've seen like the Newport Kentucky mm-hmm. one and the insulators. We are, are you guys making we're, a little we're trip? We're, we're, that is in discussion. Okay, all right. All um, right. And I, I know the show. I'm definitely going to go to the show with Slaughter. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll be at that one at the King of Clubs. So I'm but, pulling my my calendar out just to double check my dates. But you're right correct on. in the Newport. Uh, That's Kentucky the one I'm seeing gig, a lot of. Seeing House. a lot. Yeah. That one is going to be um, this upcoming Saturday night, um, February 19th. Um, and we're going to be playing, I believe trauma, Illinois is an awesome, uh, awesome band. That's going to be opening for us. We love playing with those guys. And then March 19th, that's a Saturday as well. That's, um, as you mentioned, the gig we're opening up for the mighty slaughter. Um, and that's going to be at the King of clubs. And then looking, I mean, looking ahead to that, we're looking for a lot of, um, you know, a lot of getting on the road again in the spring and summertime. So as far as Columbus shows goes, there's going to be a release show of sorts. Um, we're just kind of in deep thought and in, we're in, in planning stages of what that's going to look like because we got a lot of really cool ideas as to how we might want to do it. And I am, I am not drunk. But I know that drunk Archie usually brings. You've this only up had like what? What two? You had one cracked bush. open when I was in two, here. This is my second. This is your bush second bush latte. That's yes. not bad. It's not bad for not me. Not bad at all. So, but I do. I say I, especially since I found out you guys were going to be uh, with Slaughter. I yeah. always bring this up. Uh, you know, you being the guitarist. I mean, the guy you're going to be sharing the stage with the guy who introduced Randy Rhodes to Ozzy Osbourne. So, I mean, and, that's and crazy. Dana Strum. So that's crazy. I, I think about that, and but that's cool. I just you know it's pretty like, cool. Like it's gonna be a great night of music. Out. I like King of Clubs is always out. fun, man. It's it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. And and the, by March nineteenth, maybe it might be fifty degrees, Archie. By March nineteenth, do you think Speaking, it could be fifty degrees by March? 19th? I'm saying a little prayer. Do you uh do you want me to crank uh, paint? Well, if you want, if you, if you want, I'm gonna because I might run into the uh, little gentleman's room if this okay. is an ample time to crank okay. the uh, the heater on. Or unless is that okay? So here's what I want to do, we, just so I get this out there. I want to talk about the yeah. equipment you use. Yep. 
and before we get into the Garage Days yep. weekly top ten, I want to talk okay. about the, the stuff you play because that's something we now since we know, everybody knows the story and now yeah. we're basically all caught up. I yeah. really want to kind of fine tune our discussion. Gonna, I want to we'll, talk about what you play. We'll do that, and then also I'll tell you about what Nick and I are preparing to do that, that is running into my equipment that is very a la um, Senior Van Halen. And uh, we should also, just because we already said we were going to do it, and I know you said it was going to sound like homework, I, and, it, and it can be a few minutes, more than a couple, more than a couple, but just a few. We won't bore them, but I think that we should just quickly talk about the top talk about the top van the, the, van the halen six, and i six. know with you the, the, are the we doing do we throw in no, no. we're gonna throw it no no a different no. kind of truth yeah do we i don't i don't you don't i don't i don't and i'll tell you this i i really love that album i i really love that album it's it's it is it's got I, some I, of, it's got some of his best playing it's, it's got his best playing know, since balance on that album i mean that's well, a that's a don't okay. uh right. do well little, i'll take your word for it <laughs> <laughs> but no yes let's 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 discuss that record we'll anyway we'll, like we'll you do, said we, we can we we okay. should let we'll leave that out we'll okay. just do the first right. six oh, but i man briefly but but that because because we just passed the 10 year anniversary mm. of that album coming out which blew my freaking they mind they shouldn't have released tattoo they shouldn't have released well tattoo. And, and, and got did more you legs. see the interview with wolfgang he yes. said that he broke he did this. say that man yeah. i was so upset and I, I do think that if if that. she's the woman was the lead singer because I, I was listening to it the morning you guys premiered it yeah. and and if it was if the lead single was she's the woman It'd and be you a release different story. and you release uh, you release Bjorky just tied it up here on the PP oh, right on quick. thank you um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were just talking about him I'm glad he decided to make the trip to yep, Buffalo yep yep we'll give him the top six ranking okay real quick, top just six because, just Let's because shoot, the, but not the but the the first six is what I'm first jiving six, right, at. right it's right. the raw there it's the the mighty yeah right yeah. so but a different kind of truth great record great album, nonetheless and it blew my mind that it was that it, it's <sighs> 10 years old now i know and it's insane to me also oh yeah tattoo and and yeah, that was Susan bad but that shows you right there if, what if can tattoo happen tattoo was on the album as a b-side it doesn't get half of the flack that it got i know because what I was and tell that's you. the only thing it was and dude in 2012 you're telling me that a that a fucking rock and roll band that debuted in the 70s could have a rock and roll number one album and had a number two album and if it weren't for Adele's 21 they'd probably have a billboard well, number one but Sammy Hagar would tell you this was all rehashed stuff but that's that was that was Van that's Halen. what Van Halen did that's yeah Sammy I mean, Hagar took, also would guess what? wasn't there when yeah. right now was written and thank that you was very in, much that was if I say be- it, that I'm was a written dick. before if Jump. I say it, I'm a dick. Well, yeah. he sat on Jump. Dave couldn't put lyrics to Jump. No, he and, didn't the, want and the, to. that's the thing is that you have to take. I know you have a thing with Sam. I get it. Mm. I I personally really? have. I, I it's like so. um, I think I'm fair. I think <laughs> I think that for me, you know me. They're the, my favorite band of all time. I know, dude. And to me, it was all about Eddie and Alex. And I can listen. We talked about it. I can listen to. Van Halen three. I can listen to Van Sharon, dude, and and right. hear oh, some oh, amazing gear to the day. Who loves oh, it more than I this mean, guy? There's a lot of. I mean, uh, I'm with you. Um, I do. I, one I want has one of my favorite Van Halen solos in the entire catalog. Uh, pun intended. Um, but when push comes to shove, when push. Oh, that's the best. That's I mean, that's I the best. That's the best solo, and that he's in. Pr- that's my uh, favorite Ed solo. God. And in fact, I I want to tackle that and do like a. Um, oh my god! Because I learned I learned it um, not too long. 
long ago and I went and tried to relearn it again a couple weeks ago, but I actually need to like sit down and devote myself to it like I did when I learned it. And I want to do a, that's the, that's one that I really want to put out there because it's, it's a good one. Would you, I mean, what would be fun is this summer when Flight Pattern Bob gets back or late spring, we should like, you should bring your, you should bring your guitar out. And no, play. oh God, that's yes. what we should do. Yeah, absolutely. And just and just have a a riff a riff. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And just throw stuff out. Absolutely. That's what I. I mean, absolutely. Because we've done so much like acoustic stuff, and but but to actually just have somebody come out and just lay like a riff day. Yeah. A, that'd be yes. Cool, man. Okay. All right. So here's how we do this. This is how we take a break now. And when we come back, we're going to find out about your gear, and we're going to find out about uh, the top ten songs that are listened uh, to. In the in the uh, hawk's nest, okay, absolutely. So here's how we do it: we say, uh, "And we're back." So okay, we're, but we're okay. just gonna say all we're gonna say is the "and we're." Okay, okay. And, and we're, we're back. Oh no! no. <laughs> See, so it's, it's not as it's not sorry, as easy. Sorry. Well, okay, here we go. Well, I'm taking okay, here we too go. excited. Ready? Here we go. And, and we're back. back. All right. Beautiful. And the best part of that pause was the Jackets wanted over. The Jackets wanted Jake Forge. Jake the Snake, baby. The snipe oh. less than a minute in. It was great. Um, and look, Justin and I were kind of talking there before our, uh, I'm doing with my quote fingers, our break there, that we're going <laughs> to do like a gimme five or even rank the, the the first six Van Halen albums. We'll do our best on that. We are going to try and do that. We just had a little discussion yeah, yeah. during the break. I think we can pull something off. A few off. minutes. I told you, let's, we, we don't have to do it on this one, but you're like, you yeah. know what, man? We're probably going to talk about it. We're We're probably going to just just give it. Maybe we do the in-depth next time and explain why. We just hit him with it. Uh, We'll figure. We're riffing. We're We're riffing. riffing. Jazz musicians. Jazz musicians. The equipment that you play, Justin. Yes. So how how does this, what's uh, in order of importance? What are are we talking about to get your sound? I'm uh, in order of importance. I don't know. It's got to be, it's honestly, it's got to be probably my amps. Because I've heard a lot of different guitars plugged in through my what amp do you play setup. through? What do you play through? So I have two fifty one fifty threes, and they're two. So they're they do they function have their own functionality. So instead of having like one head that's identical, I have two heads that are identical in the sense that they are fifty watt amp heads but one has 6L6 tubes in them, and then the other guy has EL34 tubes in them. So for the people who think I just spoke Chinese, right? Wow, so like, yeah. so the Speak difference... English. We ain't, yeah, we ain't, yeah. The, the, we ain't, the, the, ain't scientists, no. The, <laughs> the, the, I, I was trying to think, yeah. <laughs> um, the, yes, so, okay. But the difference how, between the two tubes, okay. just in layman's terms... Uh, is like EL34s that's like the the British the British sound the Brit, okay. the very martially like the Marshall sound. So that's English okay, rock. So that's kind English of, right? rock. That's very. That's is that what Bonamassa? Because Bonamassa. Bonamassa. He always says, "I'm an English rocker." That's at yeah. Heart. That's the who. Okay. That's okay. like yeah. All, all those. Right. All those greats, right? And then the six L six is like more of the gritty. What, what the what we come to know as the high gain amplifiers, and so they all always have to six L sixes don't have to be high gain. Neither of them have to be high gain. It just right. so happens that the EL thirty fours or the British sounding ones are a little bit warmer and darker, whereas the other ones are brighter and a little bit more attacky in your face. So the cool thing is with my I got this cool AB switch which allows me to select between both amps 
but I have that select. I never touch the pedal. I just have it always fixed on the both amps are on. So I have two 50 watt amp heads that's giving me 100 watts of power. Oh my. And two, two by 12 um, 100 watt speaker. 100 watt speakers? I don't know what they are. I might be off on no, not hundred watt speakers. That would be insane. Whatever the watt wattage of the speakers are, okay, um, they might be thirty or forties. You said pedal. Now, if, if we work our way down there, what like do you have a bunch of pedals? So have- it's an, um, I have a couple of them. I, they're they're auxiliary though. They're not they're not like like if I needed to if I needed to do a show in a on a whim and it's. Okay, you have your guitar. Here's a, you, one right, cable. Right, you go straight right. into your amp. I could do it, and I don't think that really it would. It would. I don't think it would change the experience. It just for my artistic tastes, I like having a little bit of. So, so I have a reverb pedal, which is always on. Right. Sometimes it it varies between. Okay, do I have it turned? You know, at twelve o'clock, or is it at nine o'clock? Is it at one o'clock? Because sometimes you're in a smaller room with more people and the, the room doesn't have natural reverb. Gotcha. Or sometimes you're in the king of clubs when it's big and open. You're like, man, I could almost turn this thing off. Like, I almost don't even want... I just want the natural reverb from the room. So that pedal is always on, which is a TC for the gearheads. It's the TC Electronic um, Hall of Fame Reverb 2. No, the one that broke is a 2. So I have the original... I have the first... Hall of Fame reverb, yes, now, and I love it. Um, and then I've got a chorus ensemble pedal, which I use some, like, we're talking, like, the only pedal that I use on every song is the reverb pedal. It's always on. Okay. I have a Phase 90, which is famous by, you know, Ed Eves, who got the sweeping kind of sounds on, yes. like, his solos and stuff, okay? I use that on um, the Bridge of the Talk, and I don't, and maybe the solo if I want to, I don't think I turn it on the rest of my set. I use the chorus on the verses of the talk and maybe in a little bit here on like drop dead legs and like a little, just as they're all, the other ones are auxiliary. They're not like. Are, did you do all this on purpose to where you just was like, you were like, look, I want to define my sound where I just, you don't have to be babysitting everything. You know what I mean? You yeah, find it and I, you go with it and you, and it, that's it's, it. it's, it's like. As simple to me, it's like that right in between, like, okay, I'm not plugging my my cable straight into the amp. There's more going on to it than that, but I haven't relied so much on what goes between the guitar and the amplifier to where that if you took it away, you would miss it. All right. Because that's what, that's, that's to me, like, I've never, and I might piss off some of your listeners, but I've never been attracted to the style of guitar playing that Tom Morello does. Or that doesn't mean to say that he's be nice. No, no. I mean that that he writes amazing (laughs) riffs and amazing songs. It's just when it comes time to hear him solo, he does his weird techno-y pedal shit, and and it's very artistic and very expressive and makes him who he is. I just don't like that out of out of guitar. I like the Gunslingers. We talk. I like obviously the King, Bonamassa, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I mean, the, the, I mean, I could go on you, and on and on. Can I? And I've told you this before, but I mean, when when I now, I, I hear you. I hear Justin mm-hmm. Young, mm-hmm. but 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 I can't. I'm telling you, man. There's 
There's some Alan Collins in there, man. They're, they're, oh, they're just sure. the, the solo for Lone Riders. Yeah. That first part, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. that's just like. Going all major on. I never I mean, really went got some, major. There was a little Skinner in that. Yeah. I was just like, damn it. I Anyway, I just, that's something I feel, too. And I just, anyway, I, I just thought I'd throw that out there. No, yeah. Guitar-wise. Mm-hmm. Now, you used to play, I used to see the Wolfgang more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, now, what's the what's the pink? What is what is so that? the That's... my pink my which I bought it. It's a it's a Charvel um, H. It's just a regular Sandimus like style Charvel. It's um, I believe I want to say it's either Mexican or Korean or Korean made. I want to say yeah, no, it's it's Mexican and it's got a burnt maple neck. Um, it's got two humbucking pickups that are Seymour Duncan's. And I mean, it's a really hot sounding guitar and I, and I ran across it new on a freaking steel and I bought it as a, as a B guitar, started playing it, fell in love with the thing. So like that's and it just like, became my okay. egg. It just became, uh, now I'm so it's, glad now we it's documented my, that. yeah, now it's my main guitar. So, and now, so Wolfgang, um, is an awe. I still love that thing. And I still record right now. She's, she's, uh, She's on the shelf because okay. it's, right. because right. she needs right. she needs a little bit of she needs a couple well, nip and tucks. She's an old girl. An when they make girl. like when they make the, this this generation's poster mm-hmm. and they have Justin Young <laughs> on there, I'm just trying to. So, do you think it'll be the? Did you have a name for the the pink? Oh, Charvel, dude, I don't. Well, it won't be the my, what my hope. Okay, okay, because Nick, our bassist Nick Fridian, made um, John Suh, his guitar player, and his other band Harmless Habit. A yeah, less Paul, a less Paul yeah. style guitar. Okay, which I don't know if you saw this, but Nick made it. Okay, what? Nick is incredibly talented. So Nick and I are designing, <laughs> of course, a you guitar. Are. Yeah, of course and, you are. Oh man, there's okay. plenty. There's plenty. There's too okay. many options. That's and weird. there's a, so to answer the question, that's that's where this is going. Okay, uh, you okay. know, Fair is, is that where we're not there yet. But we're not there yet. It's I think we're gonna start tackling it this summer. Okay. Yeah, I thought I, I I in a perfect world it would be amazing if I could get to debut that guitar before the, the before twenty twenty two is over. Okay. All but right. that's you know there's a lot that needs to happen between now and then. Do you want to hear the Garage Days Weekly Top Ten for February eleventh of twenty twenty two, or do you want to you want to do a real quick Van Halen Give Me Five? Because I don't even care about my song. I mean, I love my songs, and there's some stuff we could talk about. Which, I, you happen to be two. You have to be you, two out of the top three, but I mean, whatever you. Hey, this is your show, man. No, I am a guest. No, You're is, the host. You're I the love, host. No, man. We're breaking all kinds of ground with this one. <laughs> and all right, so we're. I'm gonna get you home because I know you got to get up early. Uh, okay. So we, we we hit the guitar, we hit we hit your rig, mm-hmm. if you will. So as far as Van Halen, you and I talked about this. We don't need to really to rank these because I think the way we were talking right there, it, it's it really does change with it the depends. wind. Oh, it doesn't depends. It? it? We we talk about it like in our nerddom I, I, with the band. Like it's s- like Star Wars I movies w- or something you grew up right. as, with. As it's your childhood, it's like okay, it really does depend on. When you're being, at, what are you going through in your life? Are you are you heartbroken? Are you in love? Are you pissed off? Or are you experiencing the mo- the most successful point in your life? Like there's so many the time different, of year. That's what's the great about music. Year. The time that's, of year, the season changing, has that. the part of the world you're in. I mean, like there's so, we could go on and on. So and on. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
there are days where it's 1984 just because oh, of, yeah. of the age I was and just yeah. how into it I was. Uh, my favorite song is Women in Love. So I would almost put Van Halen 1 or Van Halen 2 in there. But how do you not have Van Halen 1 as your as your number one? That's iconic, I, I, right? Yeah, and then, sure. But in the summertime, if you ask me, it's like Diver Down. It's like a summertime. It's so hard. But I always tell yeah. people that Fair Warning is my favorite record because oh, it's yeah. the darkest one. And, there's, right? and, there, and the songwriting on there was when Yaddy was talk, really getting into Holdsworth and be getting into some so really progressive shit. So You're the I mean, guy. No one gives a shit what I think me, about no, these records. No, that's not true. But, that's but, not true. You've been but, listening to this music longer than I have. But, Don't but, forget that. Where do you put these records? Are, are you the same it's way? It's the same way it changes. It's seasonal for me. I think that I've told you this. Right now, we're, what, what's the number one? The, what's the your most, favorite the Van most consistent right thing that I go back and forth on, it's the same thing that, that you you go back and forth on. Van Halen 2 or Fair Warning. Okay. If I you put a gun to my head, I have to make a I have to make a decision. Van Halen Two is my favorite Van okay. Halen album. Okay. There's something now, and again, like you you hit the nail on the head. The first Van Halen album, in my opinion, the That's, greatest rock was, and roll debut. That of was all, the first of, thing I heard. Saved rock and roll in Brian Joyce's um, living room. Yeah, That's, that was I heard Destroyer. What, I, and and you, I heard Van Halen One in that living room. I mean, I you you wouldn't believe. Well, you you would. Mm. How many? People from your generation, older generations, a generation under you tell me, I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard Van Halen. Yeah. That's not yeah. something that you forget. You and don't have that it. type of an impact. <laughs> is, right? I mean, but, that's what you dream of. So for me, it, it goes, it's Van Halen 2, and then... I mean, it's it's almost like you almost because of the expectation of you got you can't forget about Van Halen one, you can't forget about 1984. But to me, it's like I go Van Halen two, then I go straight to Fair Warning. Okay. Do we have the same and, top and, three? Four? And we really do. And dude, and to, and it's amazing. Van Halen one was the album that got me into to Van Halen more than any other one but and people call it it's masterpiece it, eruption all the it hits is. on it okay it is true i iconic. think their masterpiece might have been 1984 since eddie's passing justin since eddie's passing you know i go back and forth with uh with uh, van halen 2 and fair warning as mm -hmm. far as my favorites yeah we're the same in that um uh, but but since Ed's gone, 1984 is the one that I probably listen to the most. There's something because especially something when I you, listen to the you, most, you hear, I mean, well, first it was their first, you know, number one single. And let's be honest, if it wasn't for, you know, Thriller, one of the other most iconic albums coming out of all time, yeah. 1984 is the number one album at most points in that, you know, in time. But, so now the thing of it, it does, that doesn't mean that that's what weighs everything, but I guess my point to that is is that you take the hits off the first Van Halen record, you take, you know, Running With The Devil, You Really Got Me, Jamie's Crying, Ain't Talking About Love, and then you compare them to the hits that are Panama and Jump and Hot for Teacher and I'll Wait and Drop Dead Legs. And then it, it, they're very, very comparable. And then it just becomes, okay, to me, what B-sides do you prefer? I love the B-sides on Van Halen. I'm the ones, one of my favorite songs of all time by them. It's it's the song that I auditioned with Berkeley. Um, it's it's so fun. <laughs> so, you, you could teach an right? entire, you could teach... Right. A lifetime's worth of guitar lessons with that one fucking song, and then but to me, you listen to I listen to Girl Gone Bad, and I go Girl, Girl Gone Is Bad, Girl and Gone House Bad. Of Pain. Those are the those those are, you got to remember, man. Those and not to interrupt, but those are the last two songs 
from the from mighty. that era. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, except and for the stuff they did, you know, the the me wise. But that's not the mighty because it's not. Michael Anthony, you don't have those right. background vocals, right? But no, I think not I to think take the, anything away from that album. We decided to leave that out of this conversation, right? But I'm, I'm saying I'm saying the two songs that they did off the greatest hits and, and the Me Wise Magic, and you can't get this stuff. Oh, anymore. oh yeah, like like the Me Wise Magic that that, that might have been one of my favorite songs. What I remember when that came out, that was awesome. That was I huge, I liked man. Can't Get This Stuff No More I'm a little bit you. more. I think. Cause the whole outro was it was dirty, but but um, but but you know, girl gone bad to me. Those last two songs could on potentially be just their masterpiece in terms of songwriting yes. and how Eddie and almost like a Neil Pert, you know, you Getty it. Lee way when they come in with that you run, that it. run and they're playing it and they're just there's something about that song that never sees like it, it always gives me goosebumps cosmic jazz yeah that is cosmic uh, jazz those last two songs you can like on smell you can smell it's, the cowboy killer uh, that's getting burnt uh, in in 1984 in that studio and that you can i mean you i know dude when you listen to that you can literally you close your eyes and it just takes you there there's nothing more you know that to me and i and and you you can Correct me if I'm wrong because you were actually alive and I'll always, always, always envy you for this because I never got to experience it. I had to experience it vicariously through watching so many Van Halen or Van Halen, uh, VH1 classic right. videos and behind the scenes and all these music videos. And it was cool being a kid because it's, it's all right at your immediate, you know, availability, right. but I didn't get to live through it. So it's a whole, so to me, I have to sit back and close my eyes and imagine what that would be like, which is an incredible experience. But for you, you yes. close your eyes and then you, you can actually visualize it because you made those connections as they were happening. Yeah. Walking which, in the snow to go to Hex and Marietta to buy 1984 oh. and, and just how, I mean, that's the, that that the fact that that that, right? that, that oh, yeah man. I'll never forget anything. I mean, there's a lot of those those type of situations, man. But you're you know with the artists that you you grew up with as well. I mean, there's oh, yeah. there's there's moments where you just you'll never forget it. I mean, Van Halen too. I really got into Van Halen too the summer of my sophomore year in high school, and that's why that one. Yes, we talked about this. Diver Down is kind of our summer record. It's a, but it's, Diver Down is just a party record. Yeah. It's just something oh, you always yeah. throw on. But Van Halen too. There's a definite summer vibe. Yeah. with that. Uh, so you got beautiful girls dance the yeah, night away. Yeah, women there's in a, love. there's a summer vibe there's, to that. Yeah, They're dead really, or alive. There, there's a very that that album. Yeah. <sighs> and and before we get into the Garage Days Weekly Top Ten, dude, Van Halen News Desk. Oh yeah, that your, was great. That was drop dead legs. That came vid. out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. Mm. That was that was really uh, for that was something. I mean, that's that was for Van Halen. Those fans, guys are the and they are for the hermits that were the you know the Van Halens. I mean, they we're um, good. We're good. They dude. were the fan. You know, the first and only official newsletter for the last twenty five or thirty years. That's where I get my Van Halen yeah. news, that's and that's where, yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. Where, that's where everybody goes. That's where everybody goes. That's where that was nuts. That was really yep. nuts. That was a that's very... where Dave Allen might go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, I hope they. I hope they. Oh, I hope they heard that. I hope so too, man. Uh, Garage Days Weekly Top Ten and, and Justin, as you can see, I usually print this out, but uh, this is the one I did in, during the uh, snowstorm of Landon. That, that's heavy. and I have it hasn't really changed. It hasn't changed. Number ten uh, for me this week is uh, Heaven in a Bottle. It's it's uh, solo music from Chips Enough, one of my mm -hmm. favorite artists, and uh, he's got a new video. Uh, for this, it's a video that he recorded in uh, in uh, Blue Island, Illinois. There, 
with his wife driving around in the car on that particular song. Dax Nielsen, Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick, his okay. son plays yeah. on. He plays drums on 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 nice. that on that record uh, on a couple different songs. Uh, number nine, still uh, this song, really one of the best songs I've heard in the last. 10 years, Feral Roots, Rival Sons. I'm still jamming on that. Oh, yeah. uh, that show with Greta in Cincinnati, Dorsey and I are going to that. Hell yeah. And as we get closer to that show, and I, and I love Greta, as we get closer to that show, I'm, I'm getting more and more jacked for Rival Sons. Oh, oh dude, I they're absolutely awesome. They're one of love, the best out right now, uh, man. Dude, I'm telling you, if if you ask me, Justin, and, and you don't even have to be in this damn garage. Okay. South of Eden. I'll leave right South now. of Eden and Rival Sons are like the two bands that I just I'm, I push my chips in, and I'm just and I know they've been at it for a clip. Just celebrated one of their records on a ten year oh, yeah. uh, anniversary, but they they seem especially with this Feral Roots album. Love the title track, but they seem to be finding their groove. Oh yeah, on absolutely. that last album, I can't wait to hear their new music uh, that's coming up. Number eight, some of these are you're gonna you're gonna really yeah. get a charge at Moonshine from Texas Hippie Coalition. Uh, nice. They got a show coming up at the uh, the King of Clubs. Yeah, yeah. and I think Flight Pattern Bob might try and get in for that. Okay, we love them. Yeah, yeah. We we did oh, uh, oh, the yeah. Texas Hippie Coalition. Uh, number seven, this is kind of crazy. It could be you, Def Leppard. This is from the On Through the Night. A real quick story, backstory on this. You're like, this is kind of that's kind of out of the blue, Arch. I on my time off during uh, COVID, there, yeah, yeah. Dorsey gave me this music project to work on, and one of the things I went through was I went through the entire uh, Def Leppard catalog, yeah, on through the night, and I forgot how much I loved this song. It could be you, and it's just and it's just perfect. Just it's just an it's a great song. That first Def Leppard record. They were. I can see why they are a part of the new wave of British heavy metal. That you can hear it. Oh, I, yeah. I hear so much UFO in this song. I, that early Def Leppard was so Absolutely. so damn good. Absolutely. Number six, uh, smoking and drinking from Everlast. That has hopped into my mix. I, I can't. Uh, this is the video is from Paste Studios there in New York, which where I see a lot of these bands performing. I hope you guys get a chance. You guys would be great playing there. But these 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 videos. Uh, it's almost kind of acoustic at times. Yeah. But uh, Pace Studios in, in New York, you check out their videos. But they have a bunch of, they bring in new artists, uh, some older artists go in, and it's really cool. It just seems like a great setting. But I got back into uh, Everlast and smoking and drinking. Oh, so there's some nice. vulgarity in there. Uh, number five, we're going back to this this hip hop. This is from the Jaja Boys, Chilling in the Backwoods. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Insulators, the gang that I run with, we are starting a hip-hop album. And I also don't know if you knew this, Justin, but uh, Ehab Amran has uh, agreed to produce our first oh, uh, record. Oh, wow. So... All right, all right. I turned that from Jaja Boys first, into... I well, you, I, I think it. you were there, but I think you were like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and Ehab's like, no, uh, you, guys are, you, guys are, yeah. you guys are pretty stupid. So I'm in. I'm in for whatever. Uh, number four is Last Train Home from Armored Saint. Armored Saint will be a part of the uh, Wasp show at the King of Clubs. That's in November. That show was sold out. I uh, and, and the thing about Armored Saint, John Bush, one of the all-time great heavy metal singers, turned down the Metallica job before Kill 'Em All. And yeah, that's how good John Bush is. Damn. But he was in Armored Saint. That was his band, so he went back to them. He ended up singing uh, for uh, Anthrax. Now okay. that's where I saw I saw John Bush with them. Uh, this is so cool because Armored Saint is just one of those all-time great heavy metal bands, just underdogs, and but uh, just some great records, great musicianship, 
and I'm so excited to see them. I, I've been yeah. waiting for Wasp. I'm a big Wasp guy, but uh, to see John Bush in that setting, in that venue, and to hear his voice, oh, dude, awesome. he's he's one of the all-time greats. Uh, number three is Lone Riders from this band called South of oh. Eden. All right, it's probably going to be on my number one, but uh, number one was going to be Drop Dead Legs. I'll just go ahead and kind of let oh, you look okay, behind sure, the curtain. Sure. <laughs> uh, number two is Dust in a Baggie. If I were to say, Justin, have you heard of a cat named Billy Strings? I would say I have not. Cool. Because before you scoot, I am going to play one Billy Strings okay. song for you, and it is called Dust in a Baggie. And he is this flat-picking um, kind of a he's, – he's a bluegrass artist. They call it new grass. Okay. And it's kind of cool, man. I've been – we discovered this video of him. And it's, it's phenomenal. He's playing at this party. He's in this room with just a bunch of dudes. And they're just like, hey, man, play this that yeah. one song you wrote. And he plays the song Dust in a Baggie. And that's okay. what turned and they just us onto it. So then, dude, I've been sending videos to my mom. I'm an 80s metalhead, but my parents were big uh, country music and bluegrass fans. So uh, I'm sending this off to my mom, and she's just blown away by this kid. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. say kid, but he's your age. He's almost sure. He's in his late 20s. But uh, anyway, Dust in a Baggie from Billy Strings. So okay. my mom and I are going to try and go see him if he comes to town. Okay. And she's yeah. like, look, she's like, Archie, I'm, I'm 90. I've got a walker. We could probably get some pretty we good seats. Go get she's like, we can get some good seats. I'm like, you're right, mom. Uh, number one, drop dead legs, south oh, of Eden. You're so, too kind. Well, and here's the thing. I go by, and you'll see, I'll show you my search. When you see my mix... Oh, that's yeah. kind of what that's I do. How I, go with go, my, okay. I go with my top 10 songs. Okay. And I go over to Heart, you know, Heartland's Garage oh, yeah. and Flight Pattern Bob's Garage. And, you know, of course, we're not really, he's not a part of the, the group right now until he gets back. But uh, that's how we kind of figure out the, the top 10 every week. So there you go, Justin. Uh, you're number one. Great, great. You're always in there. You're always number, in there. With two, two rocking two spots out of the top three. That's, two out of the uh, top three. It's, it's, yes. And it's uh, with wow. some dust and a baggie yeah. as the uh, the middle song I'm there. I'm to hear this. Yeah, I'm going to, you'll be, yeah. you'll dig it. Uh, once again, people want to follow you, uh, you know, for, 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 for the Gen Xers. Go ahead and drink at home. Um, I, you know, I follow you on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you, you, the Instagram videos are, are super oh, yeah. funny, yeah. man, right? Yeah. You guys be careful They're with fun. those. Yeah, we got to be careful with those videos. Well, Ehab likes to, uh, he likes yes, to record at very inopportune <laughs> times for, you know, uh, uh, keeping certain things discreet, you know. So he, he yeah, it, it can be... Uh, it can be fun living in the social media world in this band. Dude, thank you for sharing all this you. info. It was really, really cool, yeah. and I think it was good for the fans to kind of – that. this is what we needed to get caught up because it really seems like for South of Eden fans, it's going to be a fun yeah. uh, 2022. Oh, we'll have we'll, – I'm – I'm thinking we're going to have to do an episode three here, probably come summertime. That too. is maybe oh, a little bit soon. So maybe a little bit Bob sooner. gets back. Bob's going to be Look back. Look at him. We'll That's his spot over there. It's, it's all right. Bob, we're ready for you. We we're are. ready for you, we Bob. Are. I know you're listening. Thank you, Justin. Tell the boys I said, hey. We will. Uh, unless Thank there's you. a, you got it, brother. And unless there's another whiskey blackout next week on Garage Days, Gypsy Kings <laughs> drummer, Kevin Young. Someone, I know you're not related, but you young boys, you're trouble. You oh, are, we, man. Oh, we are, oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's that the young, you know that's an Irish name. You, that, see, so you it, said it. it runs I in the blood. Didn't. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for your patience, gang. Hey, we're gonna go on, on a run here of some kick-ass episodes for you. So I do appreciate. Until the next episode, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out.